Hey guys, Duke Delate from Intimacy Liberation Army, and today we are talking about how to quickly re build rapport with other people. Uh, this isn't necessarily just in a dating context, but out in a social context, doing um, you know nightclubs, bars, you know, day parties, brunches, that kind of stuff. Um, as you're going around and you're talking to random human beings. They're subconsciously looking for whether or not they're going to click with you or not. And uh, that has you know, a big, variable number of things, you know, to deal with, uh, you know, belief systems, values, just the vibe, like the ability to look at things in similar ways, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, these five tips, I think, today, I got to look at my notes, is, uh, is just generally building rapport with humans. And then we'll build on this later on when we're talking about more intense and um, nuanced dating stuff. Tip number one, show genuine interest in the other person. I talked about this stuff uh, back when we did the conversational video, uh, the attract women conversational video. It's important that um, you go out looking to figure out who other people are um you know you, you constantly hear the advice in conversations like oh people's greatest uh interest is themselves and so if you get them talking about themselves they'll enjoy it or whatever yeah sure but the um the point is are you interested in the person in front of you or are you self-interested or lost in your own thoughts or you're not present to the moment and then uh they kind of feel disconnected from you right away. The point of building rapport in the first place, it's like a sense of rapport defined as like a sense of trusting or liking, right? Uh, not less trust, more liking. It's a sense of like, like, oh yeah, this guy's cool. This, I like this guy. Um, building rapport in the first place is about getting people to like you. It's getting about people, about getting people to trust you enough. So, uh, if you're not interested in them, you're already going to set up this like mental barrier between you and them, and they're going to have to figure out how to navigate through it, which means they're going to have to figure out whether or not you have enough value to do the work to navigate through it, which means you're going to trigger some of the insecurities, which means da 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 And it's just much easier to go out and be genuinely interested in what the other person is. You kind of kind of be genuine about it, though. Like... You can't go out there and fake like, oh yeah, that seems really cool, and because they can feel from the the micro expressions, they can feel from your body language that you're not entirely being congruent, and then that kind of screws up the whole rapport thing anyway. So, um, ways to kind of do that to be genuinely interested is to ask some open-ended questions and let them talk a little bit. And then as they answer and you listen to their answers, throw their keywords back at them. Like, like actually take an interest in what they had to say and ask more questions about uh, the specificity that's going on in their conversation. If, if you just kind of like get all crazy in the first place and just ask a bunch of like deep, hard-hitting hard -hitting things without any basis of rapport, then it's kinda, it comes off kind of weird. You know, like why, like why are they asking me this? So, the, um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, the, 
My brain just stopped working. I blame Diet Coke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're like, why are they asking me this? So the progression from kind of general conversation into more and more deep conversation kind of flows a natural line. Like you can you can be like, okay, you know, oh yeah, what are you guys doing here tonight? Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then as they're talking, you can kind of like, oh, you seem like the kind of person that, you know, enjoys adventure or, you know, whatever. When they're, when they're talking, they respond in a way that you can kind of pick up on a word, or you can pick up on a, a vibe, and then you mention that vibe and you ask more about that. And then they can start to get into what their belief systems are and what, you know, what makes them the human that they are. And you can kind of question that. And four or five questions in, you can kind of understand what their whole social makeup is like. You can you can figure out um, what brings them out, what uh, how they interact with strangers, whether they hate the environment or they love the environment, whether they're charged by strangers and other people or whether they just like to stick to themselves. Like all of those little conversation topics kind of let you know who they are, <clears throat> like in an introversion, extroversion way, but also in how they judge people and how they see the world and a lot of their, their values. And as they share those things, they're going to be more, um, like, even if they're polarized, like, even if they don't agree with you, you being interested in who they are develops a lot of trust really, really fast, develops a lot of rapport really, really fast. So showing genuine interest in the other person, that's the, uh, that's the love number one for building rapport quickly. Secondly, uh, number two using nonverbal cues. So you have eye contact, nodding, vocal tonality, uh, shoulders relaxed, you have your, your chest up and you're not looking down and avoiding the conversation and you know, hips squared off to them and all the stuff that you can read in body language books. Um, really good books, uh, old school. It's called Body Language, it's by Julius Fast. I got that one from uh, David D'Angelo. And then um, Joe Navarro has that, uh, the one about how to tell people are lying. And there's a section in there about just kind of like general mood. In the body language stuff, it's really, uh, like the science isn't clear. Like a lot of people do a lot of different things with their body language uh, that don't necessarily mean one thing or another. And different cultures are different and whatever. But generally... If she's super interested in you or you're super interested in them, you're going to uh, kind of be squared off with your hips and you're going to have more open up top. You're going to have, you're going to hold eye contact. You're going to hold, um, you're going to mirror expressions, etc., etc. Those things are going to happen as attraction happens. Your uh, nonverbals that you can't control, you like when your, your pupils go big and um, your... Um, you, you subconsciously like scan the face for kissing and all that. Um, those are all cool things you can read about. You, you can get a good primer on, uh, like I said, Julius Fast book. And then uh, you can actually just kind of search YouTube for like body language tips and hacks and whatever. And they will, uh, you'll, you'll get a whole list of them. So whatever you're doing, you should uh, use your all of your non-verbal cues that are available to you in order to communicate to them that they're uh, intriguing and trustworthy and you know worthy of building rapport with and the 
if you let those things go, like if you, if you don't use them because you're busy being too stuck in your head on what you're trying to say, you just remember that, uh, I forget the study, but it was like 7% of communication is verbal and the rest of it's all body language and micro expressions and calibrated stuff like that. So, um, like the words don't matter that much when you're face to face trying to build rapport with somebody. It's, uh, yeah, it's super important to be in the flow rather than try to create the flow from some sort of, uh, mental structure. If you start from looking outward and you start from looking at what was this person going to find value from? What's this person going to respond well to? What's this person going to be interested? What lights this person up? If you're on the lookout for these things, then you can throw like 800, you know, little things at the wall to it sticks. If you're not concerned about how you're going to come off, if you're not concerned about how you're being portrayed and managing your impression, you're, you can just start throwing a bunch of stuff. You can you can switch quickly from adventure to sex to uh, social values to family to whatever. Boom, 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 and just watch to see which one they latch onto, which one they start talking about excitedly, which one they their their eyes brighten up for, which one their their body position changes, which one makes them feel uncomfortable. You can just shift right off of that and move to something else and just throw a lot of things at the wall until something sticks. And then all of a sudden now you have a conversational topic that you can go super deep on and build rapport very, very quickly. Tip number three of building rapport quickly is finding common ground. Um, Common ground doesn't necessarily mean you have the same interests. It doesn't mean that you have the same viewpoints. It doesn't mean that you necessarily have the same anything. But it does mean that you have the same shared emotional response to whatever you're talking about. So if she's talking about uh, how frustrating it is because her roommate's doing some stupid horse shit... Great, but you don't have to have a roommate and uh, to be able to experience frustration from another human being and how you deal with it, right? If at that point, it's not vital that you had a roommate that you, oh yeah, I totally relate to roommate problems, right? Like that's not the, that's not the point. The point is that you and she experience the same or i guess your target can experience the same emotional response uh at least initially right there are times where like in the in the girl getting frustrated over the roommate example you can be like yeah yeah i hate it when people when after you establish boundaries with them like just completely ignore them because they're so self-centered they can't see past their own nose like you can, you can, you can map the frustration that she's having to something that's similar for you, and then you can also provide a teaching moment if you want to. But it's not important that you show that you have some sort of mastery over that or whatever, or tell her what to do. That's not important at all. Like it doesn't help with rapport. 
but it is important that you hear the fact that she's frustrated. You hear the fact that she's, you know, whatever emotion she's trying to express. I had this girl call me the other day, and she was really worried about her reputation because she had gotten to some drama with this dude, and uh, this dude started talking shit, you know, everywhere and trying to galvanize. You know, and I'm not, like... I'm dead in the center of drama at all times because I'm always going out and making all these friends and whatever, but I'm not really a play the drama kind of guy. I don't, I don't, I don't really get all that offended. I don't really get, I don't care that much. So she, uh, she reached out and she was like, you know, I heard that you were in this group chat with this person and this person's like an evil human to me and, and, you know, they're always trying to destroy me and I just, and what I heard her saying was, I don't want you to talk to that person anymore. But what she was actually saying is, I hope that that person's uh, speech or the things that he's been saying about me have not affected your opinion of me. I am a good person, right? Like she wanted me to know that those things were lies and that I should not think any ill of her. She didn't say that. She was just like, you know, I was just trying to do the right thing and tell my story and then, like, I don't care. But what I did hear was, I want you to know that I'm cool, right? Like that 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 I'm not, you know, a psycho crazy person like this other person trying to make me out to be. Like I don't really care. So I understood that that's what she was asking for, and then I said, look, I'm not gonna stop hanging out with people just because there's drama uh, and. I'm going to shut him up uh, just like I'm shutting you up right now. Like, I don't I, I don't really care what how, how you fucking talk to each other. Never did anything to me, and when he does, then I'll deal with it. Like, I think that you are awesome, and I am not, have not been affected by this weird social thing that's been playing out. Like, I don't care. So, uh, you're fine. We're fine. Let's hang out later this week. And she's like... Yeah, but I want to tell you about it. I'm like, nope, I don't want to fucking hear it. This is going to be something I don't care about, right? And so I kind of cut her off. And then she, like, resigned to the fact that I wasn't going to listen to her fucking tell her story and vindicate her bullshit. But she also had accomplished what she had called me to accomplish. Because she called me to make sure that I didn't hate her because this other guy was talking to me. And I just set that straight. So you can, when you say, when I say find common ground... You can be a little intuitive and see what's actually going on. I want you to find the emotional ground that it's, that, that it's on. It's not necessarily like fucking, oh yeah, I also have once worked at a restaurant. Goddamn, customers are so frustrating. Like, <coughs> that's not the kind of ground I'm talking about. You want to talk about uh, your emotional response and how you deal with it. And that's going to kind of show your vulnerability, show your humanity and ultimately provide something that's super relatable, which is the core foundation of building rapport quickly. Um, number four, how to build rapport quickly using positive body language. Okay, so we are talking about nonverbal cues before, which can also be uh, how you interact with other people, uh, vocal tonality, all that stuff, but as far as body language, you want to be very affirming in the in the beginning to develop that sense of liking. Later on, we can play power games and we can, you know, throw people off and 
and make sure that there's boundaries set and whatever. But in the very beginning, when you're building rapport quickly, then you want to open up. You want to have, you know, intense, not intense eye contact, building a lot of sexual tension, but like, you know, open body language, be accepting, be inviting of whatever they have to share, whether they're, they're talking about something that they're dramatic about or whether they're telling you how they're celebrating their day or they're trying to teach you something in the moment. You just want to be open and inviting on what they're going to share because when you validate what they have to say, no matter what it is, whether it's like, oh man, I got this latest Xbox game and you know I can't get past level five, but I'm really proud of myself because I can do the other four levels in my sleep or whatever the fuck they're talking about. Like, I don't really care about your progress in a video game, but if you want to talk to me about it and you want to share something, I have to figure out why you're telling me that. You're telling me that you're proud of it because you were able to accomplish something that, okay, then I'm going to help you celebrate that. I'm going to be open and help you celebrate. You know, that's fucking really cool, man. Like, do you do that in other areas of your life? And is this, is this something that, like that's a contention of point of pride or is it the social support of the game? Like, what is it that, that, that really makes you feel good about it? And you ask that kind of question and they're like, oh yeah, well actually... Um, it's just that like my mind is so scattered and then when I, you know, actually set myself to something and I do it, like I feel super awesome and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, can you apply that to something else? Are you, do you like, are you going to do a podcast, you do, you do streaming or something? And he's like, yeah, you know what? I should probably do that. That'd be fucking really cool. And then like he goes off on this thing and he thinks I'm cool because I'm, I'm accepting what he's trying to share with me, whether or not I give a fuck about it or not is immaterial. Cause I don't give a fuck about content generally. I give a fuck about who you are when interacting with the content of the world. I give a fact about the emotions that you feel, how you manage them. And if I start building on those things in the conversation, then you and I are gonna have a much closer, tighter connection as we continue on. Because I can know things about you that other people don't do on a service level. Um, blah, blah, blah. Number five, mirroring. In my NLP courses, we practice mirroring quite a bit. We, uh, we try to intentionally build rapport by mirroring and matching the body language, mirroring and matching the breathing patterns, mirroring and matching the eye contact dart, darting, the uh, mirroring and matching the vocal tonality and the speed and the rate at which you speak in order to uh, change the environment of uh, the, the people that are talking to us. Because like, if you're gonna talk super fast, I'm gonna talk super fast. Uh, and then I can kind of pace that and lead it down into a more deep, um, pensive thought process. I can, I can lead it da -da 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 -da, and kind of start to slow down. You'll start to slow down. And, and that's called pacing and leading. It's a different concept. But, like, it's the same kind of thing. You, you find whatever they're doing. If they're breathing quickly, they're breathing up from the chest, you do the same thing. Whatever. I'm not so concerned about that as far as... Because it's, like, kind of technical NLP nerd shit. Uh, I'm more concerned about noticing mirroring and matching when it happens. So, there's going to be a time where somebody is like in a conversation you're going to start opening them up and as they start to open up they're going to be like 
and they'll turn towards you, their hips will be locked in place and they'll start more intense eye contact with you rather than going off in the distance and thinking and avoiding that interpersonal connection, right? Like they're they're going to kind of lock in and, and, and be about it. When you notice that happening, you will naturally want to lock in and be about it. When that happens, just do it, of course, but when that happens, notice that that happened. Like if you are aware of matching and mirroring when it happens kind of naturally, you'll start to see the world on a different level. You'll start to see the social world on a different level. You'll be like, oh, that is what's happening right now. Like they are truly interested in what I have to say. They're not just like running some weird um, thing. A lot of people who come out, uh, a lot of my students and me, how I used to be, was I was very, very uh, aware of other people's micro movements because I was always afraid that they were going to embarrass me or make fun of me or take advantage of me or try to use me. So when you start to notice, when you start to notice the connections that you're making, it's a lot easier to um, see the patterns as you as you notice the matching in the mirror. Okay, I think I'm repeating myself too many times. Basically, feel free to study NLP and deal with rapport building in matching and mirroring. But I think it's more important for you just to notice the waypoints of when it's happening so you can develop patterns of how these people are interacting with you over time. It tells you a lot about how that interaction went, how the theme of that interaction went, and then when you see that pattern again with another person, you can kind of know how it's going to go. Like, that's that's what I mean. Uh, 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 there's a big, there's an NLP book that breaks things down really, really well. It's called, um, Law of Connection. That says my notes. It's over here somewhere. Where is it? Law of Connection. Uh, it really talks about rapport. I think it's going to be backwards, but it talks about rapport. It's written by, uh, Michael J. Lozier, L-O-S-I-E-R. Law of Attraction. So uh, it is NLP based and it's very good at creating connection with other people very, very quickly. Uh, so if you want to dive into that and get more and more deep on that subject, uh, start there. Don't necessarily start on any of the crazy NLP rapport building tactics just yet. That's a really good book to start, like understanding how humans interact with each other and build trust. Uh, and tribal type relationships, and maybe I'll do a book review on that at some point. Uh, what else do I got on the list? Oh yeah, I've got a uh, written exercises you can use to uh, to build rapport quickly with other people. Click the link in the description; it'll take you to the thing. Put your email address; we'll send it to you, and put you on a list for similar type of content. So we'll send that as it comes out. Um, the PDF is you know you can. Uh, write on it directly if you print it out or you can just use it as journal prompts and I think that's it for today how to quickly build rapport with other people I'll see you guys tomorrow because I do this every day and until then stay awesome